time for talking music on your Mountain Grown Community Radio KVNF. I am your host, Taya J. I'm joined today by Joey Chang, known musically as Cello Joe. Cello Joe will be performing at the Paradise Theater in Paonia on Friday, February 23rd. Joey joins me today. Thanks so much for being here. It's really a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. Joey, talk to me a little bit about what you do musically. How do you describe it? I describe it as classical hip-hop because I play the cello, but I also beatbox, sing, and rap. My performance involves live looping, so I'm kind of a one-man band. I incorporate a lot of electronic elements, cello, vocals, vocal percussion, and real percussion instruments. And I kind of create this tapestry of sound by building layers of uh, different instruments. I love that tapestry of sound. I'm curious, you started out playing playing classical music. You started on the piano, from my understanding, and then you found the cello. What is it about the cello that, that you love? Well, you know, if I had known that I'd been that I would be doing so much traveling with a cello when I was starting, I might have picked something like singing, harmonica, clarinet, violin, trumpet. You know, I got to try all the instruments when I was in fifth grade, and we went to all the different stations. You know, they had a full symphony orchestra of instruments to try. And so I tried all the woodwinds, I tried all the the string family, I tried all the percussion family, and I really liked the string instruments. I felt like the violin was kind of high-pitched and screechy, and I liked the timbre of the cello. And at the time, I also knew from having gone to see symphony concerts that there were less cellists in the orchestra than there were violinists. There's about 10 cellists and maybe 50 or 60 violinists, from what I could guess. So I thought, well, if I pick the cello, you know, I'll have a lot less competition to deal with, and I could probably advance faster and sit closer into the conductor if I picked the cello. Basically, I just picked it because I liked the sound because it was lower in pitch. And I figured there's not as many people that play the cello, so I'll probably have a better chance of excelling. That was why I chose that instrument. I love it. I love the strategy involved. I'm fascinated, Joey, by by the tension of, of a classical music background interspersed with beatboxing and hip hop and vocals. It's almost this idea of like subverting the expectations, subverting the expectations of what you expect when you see a cello. How do you respond to that? Well, that's kind of one of the reasons why I got into singing and playing the cello and beatboxing and playing the cello. I started busking on the streets when I was late high school after I'd been playing cello for seven or so, seven, eight years. I'd gone downtown in Palo Alto, California, near where I grew up in Los Altos, and I saw people playing guitars and singing on the street, and they were singing, you know, cover tunes, and and I, th- I saw them playing on the street. I thought, I could do that. I play the cello. I'll bring some high class to the streets and play some classical music, and I'll make a lot of tips out here. And so I did that, and... I went through all my repertoire, you know, I could play for a few hours with all the classical music that I'd learned, and then I would just go through all the same classical pieces again. 
and I noticed that my tip case was not as full as the guitar people that were singing. And so I thought, I need to step this up. I need to learn how to sing and play the cello. Nobody else is doing that. I'd never seen anybody do that. And I thought the uniqueness of that would help with my street show and get more tips. So I started doing that. At the same time, I was also really into hip hop and rap. And I would beatbox and freestyle with my high school friends and I kind of had this epiphany moment one day where I was thinking, well, what if I started beatboxing while I was playing the cello? I don't think anybody's doing that. And I started teaching myself how to do that. So I was concurrently learning beatboxing and I was learning how to improvise and write tunes on the cello, like make up song lyrics and start to be a songwriter as well as a cellist and a beatboxer. And did you find that the reception changed? Were you getting more tips in the case? You know, busking is a is a really cyclical numbers game. And it's like the more hours you're out playing, the more tips you get over the average. So some days I made nothing. Some days I made a lot. The beatboxing and the singing maybe didn't really affect my tips that much like I thought it would. But... It was good for having me practice a lot because, you know, I'd stay out for six hours sometimes, taking a lot of breaks and just hanging out for a lot, you know, for six hours, I'd be like playing, I'd play for a while, take a break, play some more, take a break. And doing that over years just means that you're actually playing and performing a lot. So I got a lot of experience performing. And being able to interact with a crowd. When you're playing music on the street, a lot of people walk by and just don't pay attention to you, don't really care what's going on. But there's some people that do stop. And so when people did stop and I started to get maybe like a few people that were listening, it sort of helped me get comfortable with performing for people that are actually there to listen. And I think that's that experience has uh, really helped me with stage presence and just like being comfortable with performing music for people. Mm. Yeah, I'm really glad you mentioned that because the role of the busker, I imagine, you know, can be really challenging when you're playing and people are just passing by. But it, it sounds to me like it makes those moments where someone actually where you catch someone's attention, where you you cause them to pause. It makes those moments that much more significant. Definitely. And if you 
canceled. And if you write a song about cancel culture, then you're canceled. And you just don't understand Joey Chang, known musically as Cello Joe I have this conversation a lot with folk musicians about about the role of music in the in the revolution. And I think that in a way, what you do makes such a good point that that all music has that potential to the way I think about it, you know, hold hold truth to power as it's always done. I'm wondering if you'll talk a little bit about music as a as a tool in our current social and political climate. I think it's a very big force in the culture. I think that music allows your message to slip by people's guards and their defenses. It's kind of a, to me, it's similar to being a comedian because I feel like comedians are the modern day equivalent of the jester. And they are able to say whatever they want 
and make whatever point that they want about our societal norms and the political landscape. And they are able to do that with humor, which allows people to see another person's perspective without immediately resisting it. Like, I'm a Democrat, you're a Republican, everything you say is wrong, you're an idiot. And music has the same way, because if you hide a message within your lyrics, people may not even understand the first time that they hear it, or sort of subliminally they're getting your message, but you're sort of packaging it up and wrapping it up in this nice present where they're listening to a song and they're grooving out and they're dancing and then they think, oh, this is a great musician, I'm going to look him up. And then they listen to the song again and then they think, wait, what are they actually talking about in these lyrics? And the that process is sort of like a, a side route to people's consciousness and to their psyche. And I'm not that great at hiding my subliminal message. I mean, a lot of my songs are just very overt and they're kind of sarcastic sometimes or they're playful and funny. But I'm trying to get better at hiding that secret message in the music. It sounds it's like a lifelong, <laughs> it's a lifelong pursuit. <laughs> totally. Yeah, it sounds like a great artistic challenge for yourself. You yes, mentioned sort awesome. of not being great at being subtle. For you, what are your personal ethos? What are the messages that you feel like are integral for you to deliver in your music? I would say social justice, environmental justice, the age-old message of the golden rule, love. But I tend to be more on the anti-consumerist, anarchist, earth-first messaging because from where from what I see you know we're bickering about all these different political issues like immigration and we're fighting each other about wars and spending and money and all of these things and there's a bigger foe that's not even a person it's it's the climate it's the very force that the forces that are sustaining life on earth and i i feel like environment and consumer capitalism is something that i am really focused on in my lyrics because i feel like we vote for a president once every four years but we vote every day with our dollars and the choices that we make collectively really are changing the future and the potential for life to thrive. And so I want to write songs that are helping us talk about that and guide us towards a brighter future for everybody. Yeah, nicely said. Do you feel hopeful, Joey? Yeah, I feel hopeful. I also like to remind myself about the cosmic scale of the universe. And, you know, I I constantly hear the line from Queen where he says, nothing really matters. Anyone could see, Um, you know, not to take anything too seriously, because 
our our lives are such a small infinitesimal blip on the cosmic scale of things and an asteroid could strike earth at any moment and we or a volcano could explode and things can change really quick so i think it's best to take an approach where we do the best we can to make life better for the future and do things that are good for the environment because i don't think there's a good counter argument to that like why should we pursue a course that's definitely bad for the future and the environment but i also try to keep things in perspective and lighthearted and just in a positive realm because i think i know i said a lot of my songs are very sarcastic but i use that just like as a tool of humor to try to guide the consciousness and the culture towards a more positive future. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. I think I keep coming back to, yeah, like what are you, you know, maybe you can't solve all the problems of the world, but what what can you start doing in your immediate circles? What can you start doing in your community? What can you do on a daily basis? Because like you say, that's, you know, all we're really guaranteed is the day we're in for now and then, you know, hopefully tomorrow. Yeah. I actually, one of my songs is called, it, the title is It's a Gift, and it's about living in the now. It's about enjoying this moment right now. So I, I, have, a, I have a lot of songs about a lot of topics. I also just do instrumental songs as well. It's important for people to, to uh, trance out, and, and music is one of those ways that we connect with the spiritual realm.
Last question for you, Joey. What do you love about what you do? What do I love about what I do? Well, I love traveling. I love going to new places and meeting new people and learning about the culture and the the land and the history of different places. You know, I've I've traveled a lot with music and that's one of the my favorite things about it is it's always new, it's always different. It's always a learning experience. So, I like to stay in that mindset of of learning and getting to know new people, new things, new places. Yeah, lucky you. It sounds like a great job. Yeah. Doesn't 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 pay that great, but <laughs> Yeah. Well, not much really does. <laughs> um, but the the the, the, the side benefits are great. Yeah, right. Exactly. It makes me wonder, do you draw a distinction between performing or being a musician and your life? Or do you feel like the two are constantly in dialogue? That's a good question. I mean, there's lots of different aspects of my musical life. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a teacher. I'm an educator. I teach the instrument. And and uh, then I also perform. I also do recordings for other people. I collaborate with other producers and put cello on their songs, um, but I'm wrestling that with I'm wrestling with that myself uh, with myself because, you know, I'm getting older and I need to make money somehow, and so it is kind of like entwined with who I am and my what I do in my life. But I'm also kind of in a situation right now where I'm thinking maybe I should also get another income stream, get another job, be more than just a musician, be a, you know, whatever it is that I pursue, a marketer or because, you know, being a musician is essentially being a marketer for yourself. It's like marketing your personal brand. So... I'm thinking about branching out, but to answer your question, it's it's pretty well entwined with what I am and what or who I am and what I do because I've been playing cellos for 33 years now. It's a pretty big part of who I am and my identity. Right, and I don't think you're alone in asking those big questions of you know how do I how do I do what I love and how do I sustain my livelihood. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. If you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> All right. I, I'll I'll uh, I'll be sure to do that once I do. <laughs> awesome, Joey. Thank you so much for making time to chat with me. We're super excited to have you here in Paonia. I'm super looking forward to it. Crease 
down her thighs. Endorphins get her high. Getting sweaty, keep it steady. Strap it on, always ready. Pump up her tubes, drip on some lube. Her bottom brag is causing rackets. You know how she likes to pack a chain on her cogs. Makes her say, oh my god. On her two-wheel thing And rolling down the road they sing She's a bike girl With a bike booty A bike girl Now check out her booty When she doesn't own a car or truck uh-uh. She doing steady 20 traffic's all stuck Works out on the way to work Life is her gym. She got a banging body and she's getting toned and fit. She's a bike girl. She got a bike booty. She's a bike girl. Check out her booty. She's a bicycle girl. She got a bicycle booty. She's a bike girl. Check out her booty. Joey Chang known musically as Cello Joe. Cello Joe will perform at the Paradise Theater on Friday, February 23rd, along with local acts DJ Art Beller and DJ Soul Candy. Tickets and information can be found at paradiseofpeonia.com. Cruising down the bike lane, seeing it's a damn shame. Living in a crazy traffic, horn and hate game. When suddenly the bike lane disappears, causing me to quickly shift gears. Hey, town planner, I hope you're all ears. My bike is going under, I think I'm going down. Just past the door of a driver with a frown. So give me a bike lane on every street. A critical mass for the people I meet. Because I'm a bike girl. Check out my booty. Traffic, she take the whole lane. She's a bike girl. A bike girl. She got a bike booty. 